Daddy! This is Positive Banger with myself, Nathan McIntosh. I am in the original podcast studio, uh, uh, the studios, uh, the original podcast network with uh, uh, Mike Coscarelli. You're, 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 you're here. How are you? I'm fantastic, Nathan. Thank you. How are you? Uh, I'm good, buddy. Uh, you didn't know that you were going to, but I mean, you're in the room, so I, I wanted room. to. I wanted to introduce you. Um, today we. Uh, I mean, we're talking things. We're talking stuff. We're talking Quincy Jones and uh, the uh, the 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 woman who is uh, a part of the whole uh, Me Too movement, Assembly Woman in California, who got drunk and grabbed a dick. Bam, 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 bam. Can't do that. <laughs> Talking about all that with uh, Carrie Condad, who's super, super funny. Um, oh, also, again, before I forget, uh, anybody who wants a uh, shout-out or has thoughts, opinions, feelings, wants me to talk about certain things, please email me at positiveanger at mail.com. I will respond to you. We will talk. I will yell about things. It's going to be a party. And before we get into the uh, episode real quick, we do a little thing around here called the Jazz Rant. Fuck. No, and Mike, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in. Fuck. God damn it, dude. <laughs> I hit the button and it moved the track. I want all of this. Are we here now? Here, here's the thing. Can I just talk to you real quick, Mike? Yeah. I want... here. Okay. Are you, are you unsatisfied? No, no. <laughs> this is season three of Positive Anger, okay? Season three is like when, you know, characters die and and, we're, and, and new people <laughs> new people are being brought back in. So this is a, it's a new set, you know? It's like when Roseanne started working at the diner. She wasn't doing that episode one. That's right, right. You I'm know? just hoping that the set doesn't fall down. <laughs> no, me too. When John, you know, uh, uh, John Goodman started uh, selling motorcycles. That was like season <laughs> fucking seven, for yeah. Christ's sake. Yeah. So... So it all is gonna. It, it, we're, we're putting it back together. <laughs> Season three, we're coming back out of goddamn retirement. Um, the jazz rant for this week, which is uh, uh, the the week of uh, Valentine's Day. This, uh, I mean, this comes out the day after Valentine's Day, but that doesn't that doesn't fucking matter, okay? If you're if you're with a human being, if you give half a dick about anything in your life, just do something nice for somebody on Valentine's Day. I mean, some people are gonna say they don't care. A lot of women are gonna be like, oh, I don't, it's a fictitious holiday. It's a fictitious holiday only in your fucking heart, okay? In your goddamn mind, you gotta get out there. You gotta get a flower, get some chocolate, get, just show somebody that you care. Cause you know the worst thing? You're dating somebody, you're walking around, just you got nothing. Nothing going on. You got no plans. Nothing. It's Valentine's Day. You see couples just blowing each other in the streets, standing 69 everywhere. People riding each other on the train. And you're just like, oh, yeah, no, it's only Wednesday, isn't it? No, it's Valentine's Day. Give half, half, half a fuck about the person you're with. You know, get a card. Just tell them that you love them. Tell them that you love them in, in season four, five, six, seven of your relationship. I'm going to call everything a season now. <laughs> I'm in season eight. Of my relationship with Liz. And you know what I'm doing? Something. We're going to figure it out. I don't know what. Maybe dinner. Maybe a movie. But it's going to be a, it's gonna be a real party. Um, anyways, you know what's funny, Mike? Is uh, I had another idea for a thing. But then once the song fucked up, I uh, then I started it. talking about Valentine's Day. Yeah, but it's, it's what it is. Um, so anyways, um, uh, Instagram and Twitter at Nathan McIntosh. Uh, NathanMcIntosh.com for upcoming shows. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Carrie Caudette, who is super funny. Hi, this is Joanne Reed from Read This, Read That. And Casey James Slango from The Good, The Dad, and The Ugly. We just launched the brand new OG Podcast Network and wanted to let you know that you can hear ours and other great shows by going to ogpodcastnetwork.com. And be sure to follow the network on social media to keep up to date with new shows, videos, and live events. That's at 
OG Podcasts on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can subscribe to your favorite OG podcast wherever you get your podcasts. My guest today is uh, the great Carrie Caudette. Can I call you that? Yes. Great. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, what do you, you have, um, don't you have a thing, you, um, don't you, you have a chain, don't you have a chain that says something? Overfab? There we go, yes. Yeah, my nickname. There we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm, uh, overfabulous. Overly fabulous. Got it's you. Sh- short for, yeah, that. <laughs> have you, have you and Fabulous talked it out? Have you guys, like, decided who... Who would get to be it? Yeah. No, because he, we we agreed that he could just be fabulous and I would just be the extra version of that. <laughs> Above and, and beyond. he was like, you know what? I don't think I need to be that extra. <laughs> and I was like, well, I do. So th- <laughs> let me have this. <laughs> um, but yeah, you uh, super funny comedian in the city. You've been on uh, uh, True TV, Comedy Central, and Carrie Cadet. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Um, yo, thanks for coming on. Seriously, I... Uh, um, I always like run into you. I like you. You have a show in Brooklyn that I love doing. Brooklyn stand up. It's uh, I've done it in two different places now. It was at Knit for a minute. You've done it at three different places of mine. Can I tell you a story about the Knit time? I didn't know. What, look, we're gonna get into some things here. Okay, can I tell you a story about the Knit? Absolutely. I never told you this, oh, and and fuck. it had no. It's not bad about you. So so the one time that I did it at Knit, okay, and um, Knit. Normally, is a sh- they have comedy shows there, but I guess we can basically say, and I ain't trying to be rude, they're more white audiences. Yes, your crowd is more black audiences. Yes, just is what it is, and I'm, you know, that night that I did your show, somebody was on stage and they said something. Uh, it was a black comedian. They said something, and the two bartenders made a face at each other of like. Really? This is comedy? And I almost said something to them as like, yo, I understand that you only like, I I like the stores. And I go, like, you know what I mean? Like, you like quiet. This is, but I was like, you can't put this face on and look at this person and act as if what they're doing is wrong because you don't watch this all the time, you know? Right. Does that make sense? That makes sense. And I was just like, I was so fucking mad about it. I didn't say nothing to you because, um, I mean, there was no, I was like, what am I going to do? Try to start a fuck? I just kind of let it go. But I was like, you fuck these bartenders, man. Looking at goddamn comedy and it ain't, it ain't I don't know, whatever. They're just, oh, it's a, it's a, I forget what the joke was. It was something about the bus and, and. Sometimes people don't, you know what I mean? Comedy's a fucking remember who it was this. I remember that show. I remember what you had on. You had on like a blue hoodie. I your, hair, <laughs> your hair was longer. It was like flipped in the back. It was gross. That's what I can say. It was gross. I looked like a fucking goblin. And nobody, you know the funny, you know the funny fucking thing, Carrie? Is that nobody told me. I lost like 20 pounds in the last fucking year, and that's when people go, oh shit, look at you. But when you're going the other way, you're eating seven fucking donuts, you look like a bag of shit. Everybody's just like, oh, keep keep doing your Because we thought that's what you the look you were going for, and everybody what? wants to Why? be supportive. Why and you I can't go for that? I don't know. I was like, maybe he's just that dude. I don't know you. I just <laughs> met you. Who am I to judge? If he's okay with it, who am I to? I don't have to fuck him. Whatever. Well, from now, that's hilarious. Well, from now on, any even the people that don't have to fuck me, please. Tell me, for Christ's sake. 
But um, the the show uh, it was um oh Christ, Hadia Hadia was on. Hadia did a joke about uh, the bus going by her her apartment and how she can hear people on the street. Yeah, yeah. And the bartenders looked at each other like, really, this is comedy. The look in their eyes, and I wanted to go, yeah, yeah. Black comedy might be fucking different than what your goddamn. Don't put this fucking face on you, goddamn fucking criminals. It made me so angry. <laughs> Um, but that doesn't bother me because I feel the same way when I first of all, most comedy in general is just hard to look at. And that's just it. Like very it's when you see good comedy, like you really appreciate it. So I make a, a concerted effort to have really great comments on my show. No one it's no one bombs on my show. It's so hard. We probably in the 50, 60 shows that I've had, we've probably had two people bomb ever. Like, we we have a diverse lineup, all different. If you're funny, I book you, and it doesn't really matter. But um, I fucking watch other comics and go to other comedy shows, and I'm like, I don't, I don't understand the appeal of this person. I don't get the act. I don't get the singing of the fucking punchlines, if that's, like, how jokes are done. Uh-huh. I don't get it. And they're successful, so there's somebody for everybody. Those bartenders, thankfully, don't have to come to my fucking show. Yes, but I just meant at the time when I saw their faces, I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. It just made me so angry. Don't worry, because the black people did not tip them. So (laughs) (laughs) it worked out. (laughs) And those black people didn't tell me that it looked like a bag of fucking trash wearing a Mets hoodie and nobody gave a a fuck. It was was a Mets hoodie. It was orange and it was that shit. That's why, yes, it was blue and Orange. I was given it on a on a uh a the Mets fucking day. I went to a day and it was like they were giving away hoodies. No. Um anyways, can we can we there's a couple things I want to talk to you about. I mean uh uh just because, you know, world peace. How are you going to fix it? <laughs> Kidding. I don't ha- I don't know. Um I like that you were going to have an answer. Almost as if almost every woman should kind of have an answer only because when they do uh you know the 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 beauty pageants and stuff, they always ask those women who are wearing almost nothing. They're like <laughs> What would you do about the Congo? <laughs> well, first of all, I take the guns out of the children's hands. Like, why? Why should this woman have an answer to this? Um, so, anyways, every woman should have an answer, though. Be prepared, you know, because you're always on a runway. The uh, um, I, I want to talk to you real quick. Did you see? Maybe you didn't. Did you read this this uh, Quincy Jones article? I did read some of it. <laughs> yeah, I love this thing. I. Loved it. It's so funny. I loved it. If anybody, if you haven't uh, checked it out, just Google Quincy Jones fucking anything. And yeah. it's going to be the first top 10 hits. Quincy Jones decides he's almost out of here. <laughs> he's telling everything that he's ever seen, heard, thought of. <laughs> I like that. I, I saw a lot of people talk about how they were like, oh, well, first of all, okay. First of all, the one thing that he, the, the first thing that he said off the top was that Michael Jackson was greedy. He was like he stole a lot of stuff from people. He took songs from people, like like you know, uh, uh, bass lines of songs and that kind of thing. Yep. And you hear, and you, then you see people go against it, and you're like, Michael wasn't greedy. I love, I love Michael. I can, I can believe Michael was greedy. Yeah, was that shocking? He lived in excess. Exactly. Like, there's not anybody that's gonna build a fucking amusement park that yes. doesn't like shit that that was supposed to be theirs. You don't yes. need all that shit. If you got two giraffes. <laughs> You're a greedy fucking person. Yep. Man had a man had a, a train set. Man had a, twelve children in the bed. Sleep with two, Michael. <laughs> right. That's See, greedy. Like, why do you need? Let some 12. of these kids go home, for God's <laughs> sake. You know, this kid's been here for four and a half fucking months. Bubbles bit him twice. Like, let the kid go home. 
so anyways, he said Michael was greedy. And like I said, I, I love Michael. I read uh, a big biography about Michael Jackson called uh, The Magic and the Madness. It is 900 pages. You read it? I did. I was, uh, I was at... Um, I was staying, uh, so my whole family lives in a small town in New Brunswick, uh, mm-hmm. Canada, not New Jersey. And I was home once for a long stretch of time. And there, Carrie, I don't know, do you have any family that lives in like small towns? Nah, I don't, I don't know. If I do, I don't visit them. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue where these people live. If this was a beauty contest, <laughs> you would have lost so many points on that question. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I'm with you. So, But I have, most of my family lives in... Uh, this this place in New Brunswick, right? So there's there's nothing going on. If you do you ever spend time in a small town? Not no. Okay, well here's what happens: you wake up, it's eight o'clock. Okay, you do like nine things. You go to the gym. You get your fucking transmission fixed. You yell at your husband or wife. You go into the garage and you sort bolts, right? Then you go, you beat your kids, and then you go to Walmart and blah blah. blah. Then you go back to your house. And you look at the clock. It's eight forty five. Time just dies in these places so i went to this this bookstore with this weird man he's got like a, a odd hand he, one of his hands is fucked i don't what know if bookstore people always have fucked up hands i don't know i don't know either a bookshelf fell on them or they you know what i mean and then they had to claw, bite through their arm to get to get out of the fucking store but he's like he's a weird towny man like there's yeah, also if you go ever go to a really small town a lot of people are like fucked they were hit with a car. A fucking moose bit them. Like they're 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 just they're beat up. Yeah, the fucking earth has really kicked their ass. So I read this whole book, and um, anyways, in it they had this story about I can't remember exactly what it was, but Michael Jackson had gotten into an argument with Steven Spielberg over uh, a Disney ride called Captain EO. That was. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? It's Mike Cosgrelly, by the way, everybody. How, how does he know? <laughs> how does? How does what? How did you know already? About Captain EO? Yeah. Well, that's the Disney ride. They brought it back to uh, Disney World. Like, oh, okay. They brought it back? They brought it back to Disney World like four or five years ago, like right after he died. Because uh-huh. Disney was trying to like capitalize on like, remember how much you love Michael? Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, but that's the ride. Yeah, but they, Spielberg uh, directed the whole thing. It's, yeah. It was like Thriller Part 7 or whatever. Mm. And they got into a big argument because... Michael wanted the thing to be like loud as fuck. He wanted it to kind of be like what this podcast is to people. <laughs> and Steven Spielberg was like, these are children. Like, you can't, you're going to blow their fucking heads off. And Michael was like, this has to be, ins-. it was supposed to be like an, ins-. and Michael's like, I mean, Spielberg's like, well, I'm not fucking doing this. We're not doing this. Whatever. And they, they didn't uh, work on it together anymore. So anyways, I can completely believe that uh, Michael's a greedy person. And I still love Michael. I love Michael. Mike's great. Yeah, I um, yeah, I, I'm not surprised about a lot of things that I hear about people. I don't know why people are always so shocked. I don't know this man in real life. Like, why couldn't he have stolen songs? I believe he might have touched a couple kids. See, see, you know, like, now you're gonna make that's me flip what people a table. get all upset. Like, no, he I, probably... I, I don't think he touched kids personally. I, I know you probably have to believe that in order to love him as much as you love him. Well, that's not true because, because uh, I mean, I like I like Gary Glitter's music. I mean, that man one thousand percent touched a lot of kids. He went to fucking jail. The guy's like, you know, um, who else is a? I mean, R. Kelly. Christ's sake. I mean, I'm not you know, I'm not shutting off uh, Fiesta. The song's fucking amazing, but I mean, he clearly, you know, I just don't think Michael. Somebody brought this up to me though that Michael had, and I didn't know this until a little while ago that Michael had in his hallway 12. 12 alarms that would sound 
uh, in his room before you got to his room. So if somebody was walking down his hallway to go to his room where he was with children, 12 alarms would go off one at a time before they got there. So Yeah, he would... you know why? Well, you know, maybe, maybe he was Who the there... fuck needs a fucking 12 alarm clock countdown <laughs> to stop doing whatever it is in their room? Like... Look, I, I assume that you're going to say that he needs them to, like, put the kids' clothes back yes, on. Yes, he does. Shower the kids. He does. Clean up the cum. But look, Carrie, what if he's just writing... Beautiful music. With he the- didn't write anything. We just learned this. He was stealing. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a couple of things. He wrote. Uh, I feel like he wrote the way Beyonce wrote. Like, can we unpack that? Like, twenty eight people. Anyone can fucking change the word the today and be like, oh, I wrote this, <laughs> and now like, get the fuck out of here. And you're greedy because you want to do it all. You're the singer, songwriter, producer, director, choreographer, costume designer, makeup guy. Fuck you. Pick one. Pick one. <laughs> No, he touched the kids. Because there's a guy that you don't tell no to. So what are you going to do? You're going to go and do shit that's forbidden. Kids will say no. Kids say no to people all the time. Kids will call people exactly. ugly. Exactly. That's what, what I'm saying. They it's didn't the tell challenge. Him no. That's the point that I'm trying to do make. Do you not think, too, a kid would call Michael ugly? Look at the fucking man. He's a goddamn god. And no one else will. So that's what I'm saying. They appreciate that. Well, that's the parents. You know what I mean? Yeah, parents definitely will just be like, oh, yeah, go with Michael. Parents, door. people. No one told Michael Jackson no. Apparently, Steven Spielberg did. Spe- but Spielberg like, did, yeah. Quincy might have probably at one point, too. I think they were trying to do, like, another album that was, uh, he wanted to make it, like, bigger than Thriller. I don't know if that's one that came out or if it was, I, I can't fucking remember. Magic of the Madness is a 900-page book, okay? The first 400 pages is, like, Joe kicked his ass for, you know, a thousand fucking years. Michael come downstairs and be like, are we having English muffins? And <laughs> It's just onomatopoeia for four pages, just bam, wham. <laughs> Like an old Batman <laughs> do the fucking show. Kapow! Why do you think Michael made all those sound effects? Mm, da, da, ba, ba. That was him dodging the fucking whip. <laughs> I still, I mean, if he, you know what? If he did touch kids, can we just say that every... He did it with a beautiful glove. Right, Hello. right. A, a bedazzle <laughs> and socks. I mean, the man had diamond socks. He did. Also, every pedophile seems to be very musical. We should, every pedophile that they do catch, right? Mm-hmm. Put him in the studio. We don't know what they're capable of. Let them make a hit. Mm-hmm. They got that clearly, clearly. <laughs> they're making, you know, fucking Grammy award-winning albums. <laughs> Before you send them to jail, all I'm saying is, hey, do you have any song ideas? If they say no, write to jail. If they say yes... Let him Put him, him in the first. fucking studio. Um, anyway, so <laughs> uh, the rest of Quincy's thing. He talked about how um, uh, Richard Pryor and Marlon Brando uh, slept together. Mm-hmm. And people are like, there's no fucking way. Why would Quincy say all this shit? How can we not believe? I mean, I believe. Okay, I might not believe that Michael touched kids. That 12 alarm thing is pretty rough. Believe, oh, sorry. What, go ahead. I was going to say believe all children. <laughs> us too yep um yeah but you can't believe all kids because you know why you know why you can't believe all kids they all cry for the the at the same height for everything you touch a kid it's a five alarm fucking fire if they drop a goddamn popsicle five alarm fire how can i how can that you're crying like wolf. women um well you know you know women women could learn to cry a little bit better too it's all it's all gotta be the end of your fucking life you know they didn't put butter butter on this bagel oh, that man touched me like pick you know what i mean pick some levels here. i'm on your side 
Um, no, you're not. <laughs> no, I am on your side. Really? Yes. I mean, I I'm am. fucking around. But I don't believe all of anybody. I think that's you can't. Be- that's a, a crazy. I mean, I know that it's not meant to take be taken literally, so I yes. don't mind it as like a concept. But absolutely not believe all nobody. Believe no one ever. Yeah, that's yeah. how I live my life. I've had this argument with my girlfriend about uh, the sentence "believe all women," and I understand why it has to be that strong mm-hmm. because nobody's been even listening up until th- th- this last year. But when you say straight up believe, because there's some, there's some, really I just get mad at the guys who have no girlfriend, no wife, who are like, I believe all women. Buddy, you're a fucking criminal. I know you are. In my heart, I'm a man. I know you. You're (laughs) a monster. Um, Those guys go believe all women. You go, how about we look into all women, you know, (laughs) and then we'll see what the fuck's going on. At least look at what it is. But if you just straight up believe right away, it's going to be pretty weird. Yep. Um... But anyways, then you know what? Let's let's jump around here a little bit. So this is a, so so speaking of the the whole Me Too thing and this uh, this uh, this whole thing. This lady, um, uh, I believe her name's Christina Garcia. I might have fucked that up. Um, an assemblywoman from California who is very big into the Me Too movement. She's at the front lines. She's writing, you know, Me Too big signs. She has just been accused of touching two men inappropriately. One at a at a baseball game and then at a, a party. She walked up to a guy. She grabbed his ass, tried to grab his dick. He was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Back up. Get your own dick, you know? And then um, he didn't say anything for a while because he felt weird about it. And then he came out because of the Me Too movement. You yeah. That's, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it is funny though. It's like, well, you can you don't like I don't know um I think in my whole life I've only heard a couple stories about men being sexually harassed. More like bothered, if that makes any sense. More like I don't want to you know uh, fuck this woman and she's she really wants to fuck me, so this is just annoying, you know? Yep. But I never had, I've never, I guess because you can't, it's, it's hard as a man to to say that you're being sexually harassed because people are just going to be like, what are you talking about? You're supposed to want to be fucked. Yeah. And I don't think that that's right either. People, that is not right. People don't want to be touched or groped by strangers that they, for the most part, I don't want you to touch me. I feel like men feel that way too, unless you're attractive or unless exactly. like, yeah, like that's a. Unless you're hot, yeah. unless you're bringing money to the table. Do you and got a helicopter? What does Christina Garcia looks like? What does she look like? Is she even hot enough to be trying to grab dick in the club? Like, ma'am, no. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Did you see a picture of her? No, I didn't. Because, um, well, I mean, well, you know, look, I'm not trying to get rude here on, uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude here on positive anger, okay? I'm just uh, living my own life. But, um, um, uh, yeah. 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 So um, she can't, she's not, she's not supposed to get away with stuff like that. <laughs> no. Hot people can do whatever they want, kind of deal. Pretty much. Hot women, for sure. Walk this earth, you fucking key your car, kick your cat, and people really let shit slide, you yep. know? But when you, when you got hair that looks a little bit fucking off, <laughs> your glasses are, you know, you look like a, a substitute teacher who didn't even want to be here. You can't be just grabbing you dicks. Can't. You got to be self-aware before you sexually harass. You got it. And also, can somebody, uh, uh, like some of the stuff that happens with uh, uh, men to women is you fucking insane, locking people in rooms and beating off in front of them. I don't, I, I truly, as a man with a dick, 
<laughs> I can't understand what the fucking point of that is. I don't know who that's for. I don't know what the other than the whole like it's for power and even that I don't understand. I'm like, why? Well, anyways, but uh, there's a lot of people on the other side, right? Women who just think that uh, oh, every man is out here just trying to put his dick in everything. So if I offer him my everything, he'll want to fuck me. So here's my move: I'll walk up, I'll grab his dick, bam. But also, we're people. Yeah, we, we like we like to be fucking, uh, you know, wined and dined. Maybe not, maybe not wine, maybe not dined. It's true. Like men, if women behave the way men behaved, men would cease to like women. Where's the fucking air horn? Yeah, like a hundred percent. Nobody likes that. Nobody, <clears throat> nobody likes it. One time, I um, because I like flipping the tables on people and doing weird shit. One time, I was in a car with my girlfriends, and I was like, "Oh, let's sexually harass dudes," and we would just <laughs> roll minute, up. What, what? What? Why? What are you doing? We were having fun. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was literally like, oh, let's just see how this works. And I rolled around and there was like a construction site with like dudes outside. And I'm like, hey, what's up, Poppy? Like, come to the car. And they were just so appalled. Like, no, man. They were like, what disease are you trying to very aggressively pass off to me right now? Yes. It's just like nobody was fucking with it. One hundred percent. Sorry. I got it. Oh, you got the air horn? <laughs> Incredible how loud that was, but that's what we're doing here. Positive anger, everybody. <laughs> um, I one time, and this, and this is just a story I'm telling. Somebody came up to me in high school once. This guy, and he goes, uh, "Hey, man, Sarah, uh, what? Well, no, her name wasn't whatever her fucking name was." He comes up to me and goes, "Hey, man, my friend uh, said she wants to suck your dick in the bathroom," and I go, "Tell her that if I let her do that, it would turn green and fall off," and he was like. Really? I go, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, no, I don't know this person. What the fuck are you talking about? So it's not the same, like, now though, thinking about it years later, I should have just, I should have just got that head. You know what I mean? You like, think I, so? Yeah, I, I mean, what? What I, did you have to lose? Exactly. <laughs> what would it have changed? Butterfly effect. Where would I be? Would I be that worse off, you know? Would I be broke living in a gutter because I got a head from this lady? But, um, but no, you can't just walk up to people and grab their fucking dicks and all them it really makes me mad too when all there's so many men that are like oh man i'll fuck anything i don't care if it has a put if this coffee cup had a goddamn vagina i'd be like nim 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 you go man stop this bullshit stereotype you know so that so that people don't think that we're just out here trying to fuck anything yep so the woman thinks she's just walked down the street even when i hear people on stage sometimes that are like oh um you know why are we why are we uh, shaving our backs for men, they'll fuck us anyway. And I'm always in the back, like, no, no, we won't. <laughs> no, we won't. I look at fucking... No, you will. No, we won't. Maybe you won't. Okay, well, th- okay. Speak to your friends. Maybe you, Nathan, you have standards. But by and large, your group has none. <laughs> has none. My ex-boyfriend is funny. We used to work in a club together, and he's gorgeous. So... Um, he was like the head bouncer. I was the door girl. We used to walk side by side. And I used to watch the woman go crazy. I was just like, you you wouldn't believe it unless you saw it. Women would literally be grabbing him, grabbing his dick, walking up to him, whispering. It was just, it was, it was kind of gross. And he would, we would talk about the woman that he had sex with over the years. I'm just like, wait, you had sex with her? You had sex with her? Like, this lady has a short arm. How did you manage? And he was like, listen. <laughs> She has a pussy. I like pussy. I was just like, you have no standards. Yeah. I mean, does she have a short <laughs> arm and a nice body, though? 
He, he, moved he, back said, her, he said her vagina was actually shallow too. So it was weird. And I shallow? was like, yes. <laughs> like, like she was short waisted. Oh God. She was, I was just like, what, what is happening? But you know what? Shout out to her. She needs a dick too. So that's what I'm saying. There's somebody out here giving dick to everyone. But you, I mean, again, I assume that this short arm lady, the, the short arm is clean. The fucking vagina is clean. Her hair is probably nice. Something, you know what I mean? I doubt she's like a, a gremlin just walking around with a goblin arm holding a fucking lantern. So do you think that the women that look like the like a gremlin holding a lantern, do you think they've never had sex? You think just, no, of course they've had oh, sex. So who are they fucking? They're fucking people. They're fucking other grim, like gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> they might not also be. No, they. Who know? Who knows who the fuck are they? But again, if you walk up to people the right way, you see you see hot women all the time with garbage looking, greasy fucking men. Mm-hmm. But they didn't walk up and just grab her fucking ass. They walked up and were like, hey. Check yeah. out my bank account. I was about to say, yeah, they dropped their wallet. Like, <laughs> well, whoops. Just a full <laughs> tail credit cards flies out of it. But that not even might be true. They might just uh, they talk to this lady and this lady's like, fuck, I'm so tired of just being grabbed by whoever. I'll fuck a greasy little pizza skinned fucking person. Yeah, I've fucked gross guys before. Can I say that? I don't know if I fuck gross women. Like gross? Not gross. gross. Well, Gross, like physically, or gross, like personality. No, because I love personalities, and that's what happened. It was trapped in an uh, not the most attractive body. See, this one saying, but I was like, "Oh my God, your soul is really <clears throat> shining through this face right now." Yes, but the only problem was when I was mad at him. Like the personality was the only thing that had me going. So like, whenever I was mad at him, I was just like, "You're ugly, and your personality's ugly. Get the fuck out of here." Yeah, like I never had makeup sex because I was just like, "You, there's nothing appealing at this point." So yeah, that's the trade off. Well, that's what I'm saying about goblin women as well. That you gotta, you, you'd have a personality that people are like, I'm fucking done with this. I'm, d- I'm done being with a woman who's like, I, there was a woman that booed me the other night at the fucking um, uh, cellar because I said I'm not married, and she was like, What are you waiting for? Blah blah. So I start talking what a to her. Bitch. Wow, well, whatever. I don't care. But uh, but she wasn't even trying to be like whatever. She just. But I go, what's what's your whole thing here? And she's like. She's like, I'm getting married soon. And I was like, okay, so when are you... I go, what, are you going to have kids? She goes, yeah. I go, how many? She's like, I don't know, three. I go, where, where are you going to live with these kids? You're moving down to New York, right? She goes, no, Upper West Side. I go, who, 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 what do you do? She goes, not enough for the Upper West Side. I go, so your man's doing it, huh? He doesn't even know he's having three kids and moving to the Upper West Side, and you're going to put all this on him, and he has to fucking straighten it out. I was like, man, there's some, there's some people that just walk this fucking earth and think that everything is going to... Uh, 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 fucking be done for them, and that's what I mean when when there's a, a man out there who will meet a, a quote unquote goblin lady who is a decent human being who has her own fucking life together who doesn't expect you to pump her full of kids and move her to the Upper West Side. <laughs> like what the fuck? Okay, you want me? We'll move to the Upper West Side. Okay, so we'll have three kids and then I'll just become fucking Regis Philbin. Like what do you mean the Upper West? What are you talking about? <laughs> So if you can meet, if you go through a few of those, and then you meet a goblin woman who's like, "Yeah, I got my own job, and I don't, I'm just living my life," you go, "Yeah, great, thank you, thank fuck." We'll both eat cheese together. This other life I had was fucking terrible. <laughs> um, so quick, can we get back? So, so Marlon Brando, uh, Richard Pryor, you believe this? Sure, I do too. I do. 
there's not much I don't believe, you know. Like, when these things come out, I go, that sounds about plausible. Like, Yeah, how would that not be? It sounds like it makes sense. Yeah, why not? Quaaludes, fucking 70s. Yeah. Like, sure, why not? I did a project on uh, Rick James <laughs> years ago um, uh, for, well, whatever. So years ago, Carrie Cut, I was in an English class, and uh, uh, Black History Month, as it is right now. Um, is that why I'm here? No, oh, it just okay. happens to be fucking February. Okay. Um, imagine. <laughs> um, but my teacher was like, uh, she goes, hey, <clears throat> I want you guys to do a, a, a project on an on a, on a important black person. No Martin Luther King or Malcolm X. And I was like, well, I like Rick James. So I did a whole project on That's Rick James. Um, I loved Rick James. And this is before the Chappelle sketch. I want to see when the Chappelle sketch came out and everybody was like, I love Rick James. I was like, get the fuck out of here. You weren't listening to street songs two weeks ago. <laughs> but um, anyways, he had stories in there where he's like, man, I would wake up. The, the whole fucking house is covered naked people. There's cum everywhere. He's like, I don't even remember any of this. I don't remember any of this. I did so many drugs. He's like, there's 10 women in my bed. I don't know any of their names. Who are these people? So I could, I could also believe that a man who has blown people, we know that, as a fucking uh, young person, Marlon Brando seemed fucking insane. Yep. The guy seemed fucking nuts. <laughs> and not like you got to be fucking insane to have sex with a man, but I mean, you put insanity, a person that's already blown somebody, and drugs, and no phones. Who the fuck's documenting that? There's no story of Marlon Brando blowing prior. You know what I mean? Yep. If that was today, you're never going to see like Kevin Hart riding Orlando Bloom because <laughs> because everybody has their phone and everybody be like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. But years ago, people just be like, oh, yeah, Pryor and Brando, huh? Well, no, I think that in those social circles, there's like a certain amount of exclusivity. Like they're not like I heard at like parties at Chris Brown's house, you have to have an NDA and they check phones. Yeah, so, like, bow out too. Yeah, there's like some. There's definitely still some illicit. Fucking sex, group sex happening on yeah. some eyes wide shut. I can't wait to be that famous, quite frankly. I can't wait to have access I'd to like, that. I'd like to see some stuff, for sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely talk before about how celebrities definitely... I think there's an island where they murder people. I really do. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, I, I really do think... like all, all these missing people, and they're on an island being hunted by actors. I, I, I truly and maybe insane, but I don't because here's here's what I don't believe like you you're open to everything right you have all the 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 things on this earth right you go you can have sex with every fucking woman you can buy all the houses you you've been to all the islands you've been to all the places you've been on all the jets what's left you still got thirty years of your life you know what I mean then you start buying haunted houses you got fucking skulls from ten B C and then you're like. Yeah, I'll, I'll kill somebody. Somebody comes up to you and they go, do you want to hunt and murder? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. What else is there to fucking... Like, I 100% believe that people have at least been offered a hostile-type situation. There's no way. There's no way. I like that you're looking up. I'm thinking about it. I'm seriously considering. I'm like, what haven't they done? They've done it all. You know what I mean? Wait, so, okay, so you think that they've done it all, so next is hunting people for sport, yep. but you somehow don't think that Michael fucked kids. That's the same person, you know? It's the same thing of having it all and dunning it all. So it's like, mm -hmm. what's next? Kid fucking or people murdering. It's like the same thing. I honestly, if, if Michael 
had sex with children. I think he started with sex with. I don't think he had sex with women and then men and then kids. I think he, if he had sex with kids, he only had sex with kids. Do you know what I mean? Does that make it better or worse? <laughs> I don't it's know. Cons- it's consistent. It's, it's, <laughs> it's committed. Pretty, it's pretty good of him to, to <laughs> do you know what I mean? Stay in his lane and not just be going on him. Who are you cheating on me with, Michael? She's six. <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, I don't. I. 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 You're. You're right. Um, but I could believe that Michael hunted and murdered people uh, before I. No, I couldn't. If I had to choose between Michael hunting and killing people or having sex with children, he had sex with children. But I don't think he had sex with children. Why the fuck did he build an amusement park in his house? Because like he had shit for kitty bait. It's all kitty bait. It's but, all fucking. It's weird. But I'll, Carrie. Yes. Carrie. What? I. Grew up without my dad, okay? Okay. If I ever get rich and famous, I'm going to build a park full of dads. A whole park. <laughs> There's going to be a Ferris wheel with just dads on it. There's going to be trains with dads being like, hello, son. Big park. Big game. Get dads running through fields. <laughs> dads running away. Is yeah. this just, how is this fun? <laughs> like, what do you mean? What I'm saying is what you don't what you don't have when you're younger, if you can finally fucking put it together when you're older, that's what you're going to do. So because he had no childhood, yes. then when he got rich, he just created a childhood. Yes. Yeah. And that also means child sex. Kids don't have sex with kids. I think he was a kid. Like, he was just a big fucking That's kid. That's why he thought it was okay to be touching these kids. But kids don't touch kids. If you see kids, they don't touch kids. Kids do touch kids. Kids don't, like, fucking have Molest sex. each other? They don't the molest each other? The fuck they do? What were you, what were yes, you? the fuck. I, I was actually saying the other day, I was like, you know what? So I'm grateful I've never been touched by an adult. Everybody else has been a <laughs> child playing by some cousin's house, and it's like, we're not really cousins. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, kids <laughs> explore, and they touch each other all the time. I don't remember that, okay? Well, you had a shitty hot childhood. It's like, <laughs> you don't know what you're missing. Like, it's the most innocent thing. Maybe I not. love that pause. <laughs> it's the most innocent thing. Just remembering all these fucking times. I remember a girl at a, at a babysitter I had, a girl kissed me once. But, I mean, that's not like a, you know what I mean? It was like a thing. Oh, no. The, the kids touched each other. But then she gave me, like, her hotel room key, and she was like... <laughs> Room 807. See, she should have been put on the list. And I was like, "You're nine. <laughs> the list. <laughs> um, I, the what I like about okay, back to this real quick, and then we got to get back to this fucking Christina Garcia lady. What I like about this uh, Quincy Jones thing is I here's I saw a lot of people post like uh, he's old, he's crazy, we shouldn't listen to what he's saying. But you go, aren't we supposed to respect our elders? Mm-hmm. So what? So we only respect our elders when they say things that we, we like. want to hear. Yep. Do you know what I mean? But that's just the climate of the world, anyway. We only agree with free speech if we agree with the speech that's being said. 100%. We only agree. It's fucking. I feel like liberals are the new conservatives in that way. It's yeah. like if you say something that oh, I can't believe. Like we don't all have to have the same opinion. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I love. Uh, I get so angry. You should. Hey, keep getting angry. Do you know what this podcast is? <laughs> The uh, I, I it is funny that you can't if you like in liberal minds right if you um if you they're very tolerant about everybody quote unquote they're like we like everybody everybody's a hero but if you don't agree with us I want you to fucking die yep you cannot work I want you to burn in hell please kill yourself yep. you go well how the, how the fuck is it here's what's weird about tolerance if we got to be tolerant about everybody why are you tolerant about people that aren't tolerant with you don't yep. you aren't you just tolerant with everybody yep if I hate fucking people who were allergic to bananas you gotta be tolerant 
with me. Do you know what I mean? Yep. I'm not hugging a person. I I have zero respect for anybody who who can't fucking eat a goddamn apple. I'm sorry, you're allergic to skin or fruit with skin on it. I don't. Oh yeah, let's oh let's all get on this fucking uh, roller coaster together. No, no, you're garbage. You're trash. That seemed like something else. <sighs> Just the whole like everybody. <laughs> we gotta we gotta love you know. I, and I do like everybody to a degree, but it, as groups, not individuals. Individuals are right. garbage. Yep. There's individuals in every single group that are human. I know women that I hate. I know men that I hate. Gay people that I don't like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And not because they're gay, not because they're women, not yeah. just because you're you. Yeah. Yep. White women, it's because you're a white woman. That's why. 100%. That's why I don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like stressing that one every once in a while. Like, I don't really mean it, but like, I'm kind of sort of. White women it. are a special group. It's a, it's a unique. Uh, they're the most untouchable group that has has lived. They get the least criticism is what I mean. They have the least people d d trying to look at what it is that they do wrong because apparently they do nothing wrong. Right. Everything they do is heroic and brave and unbelievable, but uh behind it there is uh there's some evil. Yep. That nobody that nobody uh you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. I see it every night doing comedy. I have uh, I've <laughs> been in I've been in close quarters with uh, white women, some white women, and um, let me tell you something. These people, these people. You ever see the movie the wi the witches? No. You ever see Hocus Pocus? No. Yeah. Where the, wait, in the, isn't Bette Midler in that one? Not that one. Then the witches. Okay. Um, Hocus Pocus, a great movie. See it. <laughs> the the scene in the witches where they're like in the ballroom or whatever and they all take their masks off and underneath they're like witches and the mice are like oh my fucking god that's a lot of white women they take the mask off and underneath and they're witches they're pure death yes <laughs> pure unadulterated death um and not all you know we're talking yeah, individuals all here all women <laughs> not all women not us but um yeah people are saying that uh quincy jones is crazy for saying these things and you go he's 85 year old man you know what i'm sorry i only want kind of want to listen to old people from now on and every old person that's on their way out i'm down to hear what you got to say yep you hated this you hated that i don't care i don't care i'm not going to change my life because you do whatever but i like somebody that's like above caring anymore and just going yeah i saw this guy blow this guy what do you want from me michael took a song from a guy and didn't fucking pay him what yep. do you want from me, Michael? Well, this is another thing you learn in The Magic of the Madness. He didn't invent the moonwalk, which I'm sure many people already know, but he took it from a guy named Casper, I believe, in New York. There was a dancer who did it, and Michael was like, and he made it his. Mm -hmm. He um, Beyonce'd it. He Beyonce'd it. Who do you think's better, Michael or Beyonce? Clearly Michael. Thank you. Come on. Beyonce's touch kids. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm sure, I'm sure she did. <laughs> Beyonce didn't touch no goddamn kids. I nah. can't have episode three of season three of this podcast be the nah, one that brings me down. Touch kids. Um, I still don't even think Michael touched kids. But anyways, he he took the 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 moonwalks. So I can believe that he stole some other fucking stuff. You know. And again, you go. Well, let's just let. Well, why aren't we listening to old men? Well, now he's a he's an old crazy person. That's a very. I think it's crazy that people have that attitude towards old people because you're right we are supposed to respect our elders but also you should have friends of different ages i'm reading this book it's so good um it's called the vanishing american adult by ben sass and um he was the republic he was a senator that um bill maher was talking to when he said the n-word 
Uh, oh. Republican dude, very smart, has very interesting things to say. I don't agree with every single thing in the book, but he has a lot of good points. Just about how millennials are not uh, prepared to be adults. We don't accept accountability. We don't understand the value of worth, work ethic. Just like, just so many different things about like why we are the way that we are today. And one of the things that he said is that people need to have friends of different age groups. Like we just sit around listening to other 30 year olds talk with your 30 year old fucking perspective as though you've lived a life where it's like you should have friends of all different ages so that you are able to actually have a well-rounded perspective and not just this fucking circle jerk of your Facebook timeline where everyone agrees with each other in this fucking echo chamber. No, fuck that. I want to hear what Quincy Jones has to say because maybe he could put me on to some motherfucking game because everybody's stupid. (laughs) I love ending that with everybody's stupid. (laughs) Good night, everybody. The, no, I'm with you. This is why when, when people tell me sometimes that uh, people will tweet bad things at them, they'll block them. I go, why are you blocking them? I'll take every time somebody tweets something bad at me, I favorite it. Me too. I'll say something back of uh-huh. like, yo, thank you, whatever. I don't care. But I don't want to have it all just be, or even people that I don't agree with. I see things on Facebook where people are like, black people should be locked in cages. I'll go, well, I'm going to press read more and see where this goes. <laughs> I don't agree with it by any stretch, but... I don't want to be in that place of just uh, we're all saying the same thing and doing the same thing and being the same person because that's not what the fuck is out there. Yeah, and no one knows how to to think critically anymore. It's like the way that we get our news, we don't get our news sort of with just the facts. We get it already with the opinion that we're supposed to have. Like, why you should be mad about this? Yeah. And then you read it and you're like, I guess I should be mad. <laughs> and it's <laughs> like, I didn't know I was going to be mad, but you're already telling me it's in the title. So I'm reading expecting to be infuriated instead of just form- formulating my own opinion. And it's just annoying because it's like, you're not allowed to ask questions. You're not allowed to think about things the other way. I made a status on Facebook with the other day about um, you know everyone's talking about DACA and immigration and I'm a first generation American so I support immigrants but one of the things that you always hear is you know here's this 30 year old guy or 36 year old guy getting deported to a country that he didn't know and I was just like I think that we shouldn't use that we should not use that as a way to get sympathy that's not a point because when you came here, you didn't know America either, and you got adjusted, okay? <laughs> Your parents came to a land they didn't know, and they worked it out. So give me a fucking break about how it's so hard to navigate a new land. That's what you did when you got here. Go the fuck back and reconstruct yourself. That's all I'm saying. I got three likes, and people were like, you're an animal. And I'm like, that's a valid point. I'm not saying that they shouldn't. Like, I'm all the other things are valid, but I'm just simply saying that's just not. What also is funny though is that it's it's a it's a joke. Like even if it, is, it does have some serious behind, it, it's a joke. Yes. And when you hear you say it, it's funny. Mm-hmm. But when it's written, it's just law. Anything yeah. that you write down is just people look at it as oh my. Like you're running for mayor and you're going to pass these fucking bills. <laughs> like you're gonna make a person go back to wherever they're from, and not have Wi-Fi for the rest of their life just because you know. You can't really. Yeah, it's so, it's so crazy. You can't really say too much of anything. But I I love. Hearing things like this, if Quincy Jones had a fucking radio show where he was like, true Hollywood stories of the 60s, 70s, 80s, I'm so in. Also, how the fuck, who is, who is more qualified to talk about Michael Jackson than goddamn, who, 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 Joe, Joe, Joe beat him, Joe keeps his ass, Mm -hmm. Joe beat him up for a thousand years, Tito? Not Tito. Mm -mm. I can't, Jermaine? (laughs) Janet? I mean, LaToya? Quincy. Quincy was there for the biggest album of all time. I'm listening to what Quincy has to say. The funny, the funniest part about that is when 
Quincy is like, we shouldn't say this. What's your sign? You a Pisces? And it's like, what the fuck? And the dude was a Pisces. It was so strange. Quincy was like, yeah, Richard sucked Marlon's dick. You a Pisces? And we're like, yeah. I saw Marlon Brando sucking off Robert Redford. You got any water? Hey, man, there's pretty serious stuff to get into. I wish that he would have got into some of the other things, too. We were talking about, like, the Clintons. And, and uh, they were like, well, what do you know about Hillary? That's, mm-hmm. that's more. And he's like, I, I can't talk about She's this. She's trash. Public. And white women act like you can't say that either. It's fucking infuriating the amount to which they act like Hillary is above and beyond reproach. It's, it's fucking drives me nuts. Like, I do a bit. I talk about Trump. And then everyone's on board. And then I go to Hillary because I hate everyone equally. And the same people that were laughing at Trump, they look like they're going to be in fucking tears because I told them Hillary's a fucking cunt. It's just ridiculous. Sorry, do you love Hillary? You're just No, no, at me like, I'm, I'm listening to you. Oh, no, I just... I can't vote here. You know that. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? It doesn't even matter. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just walk the earth and I say things. But I can't, I can't... Uh, yeah, I don't... I, I, since I can't vote, I don't get too wrapped up in it. Yeah. You know, to tell you the truth. But I mean... From the outside, you look at it. Um, uh, well, I already told you my thoughts about white women. They take the mask off, and they're, they're witches, and they, you know what I mean? Not all of them, not all of them, but, uh, I mean, she wore a lot of warlock type of... She did those fucking lesbian pantsuits. It's like... <laughs> Some of them, you were like, are you going to cast spells? <laughs> that is a... Re- that you have a big call, like a big red collar. I wrote that some one day, and a friend of mine back home, she was like, I find it funny that women get judged on what they're wearing, but men don't get judged. I go, because all the men are wearing the same fucking thing. They are. They're all wearing a goddamn suit with a different color tie. And they don't even go, <laughs> they don't even step out on the tie. It's not like there's a saxophone on it or one says Applebee's. Red or blue. Those <laughs> are the, the ties. Stripe. <laughs> and then the women are like, well, I'm going to I'm gonna do what I want to do. You know what I mean? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look like I just fucking got out of a goddamn NASCAR race. <laughs> There's patches all over this thing, so then people are going to talk about it. You know what I mean? If if any of the if if Trump had come out in a in a, in a wizard outfit with a big hat, people would have gone. What what is Merlin going to do? You know? Um, I don't really have any kind of uh, thing about her. I always just thought when she was talking, I was like, there's something, there's something this lady's hiding. She just feels like you know. Aside from that, she has a proven track record, her and her husband, of not doing good things with the Clinton Foundation. They have a terrible relationship with Haiti and what they've done. They've they've they were supposed to put money to send money to the Haitian people. They actually never got it. Um, her brother is wrapped up in the Haitian gold mine now, where you couldn't even mine gold in Haiti until she came in, and um, they changed the legislation. And coincidentally, her brother now owns the gold mine in Haiti. There's a lot of fucking nefarious shit. There's like fucking vaccinations that she did that sterilized people in brown countries. There's all these shit that no one talks about, but. I'm American, but I'm also a black woman. So I'm not going to forget what the Clintons did in Haiti and Dominican Republic and all these other fucking places. Like, so I get that the white woman that doesn't matter to them. It fucking matters to me. So I didn't vote for that bitch neither. You know what? You're starting to sound like Quincy Jones and I can't deal with this. (laughs) (laughs) And Hillary blew Marlon Brando. I saw her at that party. Marvin Gaye was there standing 69ing Richard Pryor in the corner. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know. Um... I don't know enough about uh, yeah. her to a degree, but I don't, like I said, I don't really care. I just watched the whole thing and was like, "Oh, she's not going to win because she don't have the she's she's going up against the WWE, and this lady has the charisma of a fucking bat. Like, there's no there's she got no chance." Um, can we go back here real quick? Yeah, we got uh, so Christina. Uh, what, what time are we at, by the way, Mike? This is uh, just uh, forty nine minutes. Nathan. Oh, good. Okay, we're gonna thank you, Mike. 
That's Mike Coscarelli, everybody. We're gonna we're gonna start oh, wrapping Mike. this up. Okay. Um, let's get back here real quick. Christina Garcia, mm-hmm. assemblywoman for me too, who's out there grabbing dicks, uh-huh. just out there like nom nom nom. Do you think in any way that this um, hurts uh, the Me Too movement? Having a woman that's this this out in front with it and this loud with it, being herself a person who, and using the same type of, uh, she goes, oh, I don't remember that night. Oh, you don't, do you? You don't remember grabbing a dick? You didn't wake up the next day and be like, well, I had three drinks, for, oh, there was a dick in my hand. Like, you don't remember doing any of that? But anyways, do you think it hurts at all? No, I think if one person can hurt the movement, then it's not a movement. Because movements, in essence, are about a message, and they're supposed to be bigger than one person, and they're supposed to be bigger than the messenger. And if anything, it just proves how pervasive sexual harassment and sexual assault is, and nobody's exempt. So I think, yeah, bitch, you got to come down. You can't be the spokesperson. You're not exempt. What you're doing is also wrong and ridiculous. And I think that it's time for introspection on all for everyone, not just men. Like, I've literally, with this Me Too shit, I look back like, did I say anything that I was supposed to say? Did I, did I look you at anybody? Did I? Yeah, because you, you, like, you, you, you're forced to be like, hmm, did I look at a girl the wrong way in the locker room? I, like, hesitate on complimenting my coworkers because I don't want it to be, like, a weird thing. It's a weird, it's like... You, you have to be conscious now, and I don't think as a woman that I can just do whatever I want. But I wouldn't have thought that any woman had the... Not that you wouldn't have to, but I wouldn't have thought that you that any woman had any of those thoughts, seriously. Oh, no. I, it felt like, from, 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 I guess, the male side of it, that it's, you are fucking with us, so stop. So then women are... You know what I mean? That women are walking around being like, yeah, they gotta stop. Not that we have to stop doing anything or we've done anything wrong, you know? Well, unfortunately, that's 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 the way that... That's the way things work, where people don't sort of see how they're implicit in it, too. And I think right now it is a conversation of men, you have to stop. But it's also everyone, now that we're actually unpacking what does sexual harassment look like, what are the things that sexual misconduct, what's right and what's wrong, I don't think it's just for men to stop engaging in these behaviors. I think we all need to just collectively be like, all right, maybe... You know, this shit is dangerous on all sides. Well, let's just go back to the 70s, you know? When everybody was touching each other? Everybody's touching everybody. Everybody's doing drugs. Everybody's wearing pants that didn't look too tight. <laughs> they look real comfortable. You know what I mean? People are wearing blankets for fuck's sake. Let's just go back to fucking each other. You know what I mean? Let's just go back to being a party out there. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Listen to music. You're at festivals. You're rolling around the goddamn dirt. Also, if you're going to... Just just as a message to any women, right? If you're going to sexually harass a man... I would assume that you go up and grab a guy's dick, he's not going to feel very great about it because it's soft. Yep. No man wants their dick grabbed when it's soft. I'm If a woman came up and grabbed my dick, I'd be like, wait, you know what I mean? Can I, can I, can I come Give back? Give me five minutes. Yeah, can I come back? <laughs> don't, don't, don't grab this now and act... I'm going to feel fucking very insecure. I got it. I'm not... I'm not... I don't have... 90% of the day, Carrie, and I'm telling everybody this, I don't have a, I don't have a dick that I'm proud of, Okay. I, I, I'm not one of those dicks that's like, it's big all the time. It's, I gotta get up. It's gotta wake up. There's an alarm clock that goes off. There's 12 alarm clocks. There's 12 alarm clocks. <laughs> There's two cups of coffee and it's gotta get up. So if you just walk up and grab my dick, I'm gonna go, oh my God, this lady probably thinks it's the smallest thing in the world. Is it the smallest thing in the world? Do Am I even a man? Those are the thoughts that are gonna go through my head. And she's like drunk. Blah, blah. And then she doesn't even fucking remember it. I, so I guess it doesn't hurt the movement by any stretch, but it is great. To see that it ain't, it, it's everybody. It is everybody. People. It's mostly men. But, well, of course, you know. yeah. Mm-hmm. Men, men have the. It's easier. It's easier to take your dick out and wave it at people. You know what I mean? 
It's hard to keep in pants. See, the thing, too, that people don't talk about sometimes is that, like, men's pants, very uncomfortable. They haven't, like, they haven't made uh, a lot of strides in, me- in men's <laughs> pants. So, like, your dick always feels like it wants to get out, you know? So sometimes some of this stuff, I think, is just a man being like, these pants hurt. Is it like when you eat too much and you unbuckle your belt and you just, you just like, yep. let it loose? Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> So we, uh, there's a lot of men I believe that probably thought like, oh, women understand. You know, I'm just going to take my dick out because it hurts. And then they run away and, and, and scream and tell a boss. And they're like, no, 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 wait, wait but it's just like, <laughs> they haven't made any fucking advancements in men's pants. My goddamn dick is locked up here in a, in a fucking cage. Anyways, um, I believe we're going to get out of here, Carrie. Ah, <laughs> on dicks in a cage. <laughs> on, uh, yeah, stupid fucking men taking the... Don't take your goddamn dick out of anybody. It, doesn't even, it shouldn't even have to be a thing that gets fucking said. If a woman doesn't want to do anything with you, how the fuck are you going through these motions? How can you touch a woman that's asleep? How can you touch a woman that you fucking drugged? How can you do any of this shit and still get hard? You're a goddamn monster who should be locked in a tree. I agree. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, where can people <laughs> find you, Carrie? They can find me um, at my website, carriecoddit.com, K-E-R-R-Y-C-O-D-D-E-T-T, and on social media, at Overfab, short for Overly Fabulous. That's me on all channels, Overfab. Woo! Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Um, this, so this is, uh, this is uh, Positive Anger, everybody. Uh, please rate and subscribe and comment uh, to this podcast on iTunes if you haven't already done so. I know a lot of you have, but go do it again, you know? Uh, Nathan McIntosh at Twitter on Twitter and Instagram and uh, NathanMcIntosh.com for upcoming shows. I'm going to be in Canada doing a bunch of shows uh, in and around Toronto in the next few weeks in, uh, in uh, Kitchener, in, uh, in Mississauga, um, go to my website and, and, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, this is Positive Anger. Thank you guys so much. Bye.